Okay, let's get into Parshas Pinchas, Tav, Shin, Pei, Aleph. As we head towards the uh, last section of the uh, Sefer Bamidbar, and we get into the three weeks uh, before uh, Tishabav, and we get into Parshas Pinchas. And the Torah starts off by Dabra Hashem, Moshe, Limar, Hashem says to Moshe, Pinchas, Ben Awazar, Ben Aaron, Akoin, Heshavis Hamasi, Me'albanai Yisrael. Pinchas was Heshavis Hamasi. He removed the anger. He removed the anger, says the Rashi, on the last phrase. Let's just finish the Pasuk first. When my kina was amongst them, and I, would, I did not destroy B'nai Yisrael in my kina. Says Rashi, the revenge that I should have taken. The ketzef that I should have taken Pinchas was the one that stepped in, and he was the one that did what needed to be done. Says Rav Moshe Feinstein on this Rashi and on the Pasuk. This is a message for us in life. The message in life. What did he do? What was the symbol of what Pinchas did? He did something that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should have done. And we shall learn from here regarding other mitzvos. A message that we could take with us, says the Drash Moshe. Also regarding other mitzvos, we have such schar because so often in life, HaKadosh Baruch Hu asks us to partner with him and step in where he is able to um, take part, so to speak, and share his part in our in our mitzvos. For Ashkechan mitzvos tzaka. So, for example, tzaka says uh, says Rabbi Moshe. for the Gemara in Balbasra Daf Yud. Shishol Tonus Rufus Im Hashem Oiv Aniyim. Tonus Rufus asks if Hashem loves the poor, Lama Einam Afarnasans. Then why doesn't He give them parnasa? Right? If He loves them so much, why doesn't He give them money? And what does Rabbi Kiva answer? Shenizke Anu Bahem Lehi Natsal Midina Shogehenim. It's so that we will be saved. Midina Shogehenim. Meaning. Hashem could do it himself, but he wants us to have part of it. Obviously, Hashem is, is, uh, is his responsibility, so to speak. But he allows man to do what he can. That we get schar. Really? What are we doing? We're just the tools. We're the pawns. Still, he wants to do, he wants us to be part of it. The dummy Latino, and it's similar to a child, like a child that is, is, uh, helping out his mother. Right, the mother's carrying these big bundles in, and the child says, oh, I want to have, I want to help. So the mother gives the child a small, a small bundle to help. Did the mother really need the child? No. But the child feels good. The child feels like they're taking part in something. Right? He's not being Messiah anything. It wasn't hard. Right? Even though he's not really helping. It still shows the chavivus. It shows the love that the child has for the mother and that the mother has for the child in order to partake of the 
participation. And this is tremendous hanah that we give to the mother, that the child wants to help. So too, right, you don't want to help the mother, we want to help HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's where, that's what happened with Pinchas. But Rabbi Moshe gives other examples. That's the mitzvah of tzedakah. And that is what we've said often, the mitzvah of bris milah. V'chein mitzvah's milah. Shematzinu shamru chazal. Alzeh adam adif. Chazal, what chazal say? The, the Sefer Chinuch discusses this also back in, the, in, in Bracious, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does everything. Why didn't he finish the job? He wants us to finish the job. Ha'inu shevandaihu. Shekenai tzorach l'adam lehivaleid mahul. A child should be born mahul. Right? Hashem gives us livers and lungs and kidneys and everything. And just just make us circumcised if that's the goal, what we're supposed to be. We should finish. And so too Hashem could give us food. He could have cakes grow on trees. Yes, you might say it's an onesh. That's why we have to partake. But still, Rabbi Kiva gives the mashal. Right? He's manish us in a way that we then have to participate. So it's really good in a sense. So so too, Mila Mila, and that's how we get schar, and that's that's related to the bris, the bris of Pinchas. That is. Uh, what uh, the uh, Ramosha says that from Pinchas we really uh, know how to approach many many mitzvahs, including Saka and Mila, partnering with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We continue now with the cut letter in the parsha. There's only one cut letter in this parsha as the Torah continues. Pinchas comes onto the scene, does what he needs to do. Lachin Emar. Therefore, Hashem says, "Hininosin lo as brisi shalom." Hashem gives us brisi shalom, the bris of peace. But as we know, there is a vav kitia, a kat vav. That is the mesora of sofrim to write. There's a little space in the middle of the vav, and the question is: Is there something that we can learn from the vav kitia, the kat? The Katvav says Rav Zevin in La Torah Vala Moadim. Havav Shal Shalom Zeh Bein Sifrei Torah Ubein Bechumashe Midu Yakim Vav Ketia Pasuk BeMsao. So, what exactly uh, is the message as Rav Zevin tells us in his unique style? Shnei Mine Yichudheim. There are two types of Achdus that we have in the world: Mikani VeOrgani, mechanical, uh, artificial, I might call it, and organic. Internal. Two types of achtos. The mechanical achtos is external. Like four walls of a house. Four walls of a house are connected to each other. Um, they form a unit. Do they feel for each other? Do they uh, combine to be really one unit internally? None of them are, none of the walls are really conjoined after they're physically connected. No, they're still walls. But this other type of or achdus uh, is organic internal. Like the achdus of the limbs of a body. 
ma'achdanu mechabram liyichida achashlema. Because the the koach of life that that goes into each of them once the body parts are a unit, guf ha'adam. That's a unit, like the arm and the legs and the and the head that that all becomes one. They're not just like walls of a house. That's the difference between shalem and shalom. Shalim without the vav and shalom with the vav. Hadover hashalim hu yechida shlema achas betochi yusa beprimi yusa. Shalim is shlemus is is a whole unit and that's internally. Aval kishosim shalom b'shenashim peace amongst people doesn't mean you have peace amongst nations. Peace amongst countries. That doesn't mean they're blended into one unit. It means they get along with each other. It means they're not at war. Right, two countries could have shalom. It doesn't mean that they're shalom. It doesn't mean that they're a unit. It just means they're shalom. And that is also the shalom within nations also, not just between two nations. The shalom within a nation, the shalom within Am Yisrael. Right? With an Am Yisrael, mi ka'amcha Yisrael, Goy echad ba'aretz. We are goy echad. What does echad mean? It means connected, one unit. Hashalom shalomos, who shalom chitzoni, shalom shalom intrisim. But the other nations, what makes them a unit? Are they are they uh, conceptually and 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 socially, psychologically defined as one? There's a concept of arvus, of course not. Arvus of responsibility. Call Yisrael or Avim Zelazeh. Ubatel davar batel haava. But once the thing is batel, the av is batel. V'Yisrael hu goyechad. No, but we are goyechad ki ha-Torah she nishmas ha-chaim shel Yisrael. But the Torah, which is our life, choderes l'to kol chalki yuma, that goes through the entire nation. Ka neshama l'to kol chalki aguf, like the neshama, like the soul in a body, u ma'achdasam, liyechida organis achas, we become one organism. That's why he also says that l'chein b'beis ha-migdash ne'emar pam sukas shalem, u pam sukas shalom. Why? Because the beis ha-migdash really had both. Was a place of both, was a place of being shalem from within, and it's a place of shalom, having physical connection coming together. Coming together to see a Baruch Hu, to be seen by a Baruch Hu. It was both. And therefore, we have to do what we uh, can to be able to appreciate this uh, connection of the two. And what's the Mizbar? As the Gemara says, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took out his anger on the Eitzim and the Avanim instead of Am Yisrael. Mawa Lashon, says the, says, uh, the Torah of the Modem of Zevin. What's the Lashon of Shafach Hamasu al Eitzim al Avanim? It's deeper. It's not just Hashem took security from something else, but deeper. We know this shalom, it's a place of shalom and shalom. Internal achdus and physical, mechanical achdus too. If we don't have the internal achdus, the shalom, that Hashem says, what do you need the shalom for either? What happens? As long as we're having the internal achdus, and there's gilu shchina, that he's very beloved in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But if the inner Achtos is not there, there's Sinas Chinam. And all there is is the external. Then Hashem's like, I forget the external. I'll take away the external too. 
Sasam Merkaz Vikib Stam Merkaz Vikibutz. Harizarak Ichut shall Arba Kiros Abayas, and there that you don't need. So that is the connection that the base of English represents, the internal and the external Achtus. And says Rebzev, and now bringing it full circle to Pinchas, Kohanim Tafkitam Hayakaful. The Kohanim have a double Tafkid. Gam Lahar Boshalom Chitzoni Ben Yisrael, both to be Marbe Shalom, Shekolechad Vechad Yidag Lotovaz Asheni, Shalom physical to take care of them, Avos Al Aaron Akoin, Oiv Shalom Verodev Shalom, Oiv Esabrias, and also Shalom Apinimi, of course, to make the Torah go through their veins, Hachdoras HaTorah, Sifse Ken Yishbrutas, Vedor Yivakshimi Pihu, and therefore, Pinchas, the symbol of the Kohen, has the Vav, but it's a cut vav. So it's also as if it's a shalom and it's a shalom. And we recognize both points of achdos, but again, relating to this time of year in Yana Diyoma, we have to, if we want to be zochet to shalom, we have to have shalom. Shalom, the internal, um, natural, organic achdos is the prerequisite for the physical, mechanical achdos that the base of English represents. And therefore, this time of year, especially, as the Gemara says in Yuma, we have to work on our avas chinam, meaning people that we don't agree with and people that have a different worldview than us. We have to love them as fellow Jews. We have to respect their opinions and be able to live together with them uh, under under one God, under HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, moving right along from the Pinchas story, let's get into... The Midian story. So after this, really, the Pinnacle story started at the end of last week's parsha, finished off in this week's parsha. Now we have a Davar Hashem Moshele Mart Soror Es Hamidyanim Vehikisa Mosam. Right, chase after them, um, fight with them. Vehikisa Mosam. Why? Because what they did to you. Kitzorim Heim Lachem Benechleim Mashinik Lachem Advar Paor Valdar Kozvi Basasi Midian Achosam Hamuka Biyom Hamagefa. So you have to take care of Midian. Uh, and after that, we will get to the uh, the sense. Soros HaMidyanim. There's a Medrash on this Pasuk. You have it there at source number three. Soros HaMidyanim v'ikisamosam. Soror es HaMidyanim. Says the Medrash. Afal pisha kasavti kisikra v'alirli hilachim aleha v'karasi lel v'shalab. Even though I wrote that you're supposed to call out to peace when you come to a city. Le'elu lotasukein. Not to the Midyanim. Lo sidro shlomam v'tovasam. Don't seek their shalom. Who came to them with Rachmanus? And it ended up in the opposite. It ended up with Bizyanus, Muhammad, Vitsaros, David Amalech. What happened with David? The story in Shmuel Beis. As a chesedim chanun ben nachash. He did chesed with somebody who shouldn't have done chesed with. It sounds like Shol Hamelech. I said not. What happened? Because David was bikesh laasos tova. What's the measure? Says Rav Aaron Cutler here in the Mishnah Rabbi Aaron. Lameidim anu mikan ki kol ma shemischakim adam al divrei Torah. If anybody tries to outsmart the Torah, even if somebody is David Amelech, right? If somebody starts to outsmart the Torah Yitzlach, it's not going to work. The Hare David You would think it's nice to a Chesed. Exactly what Kadosh Baruch Hu wants. 
But it says in the Torah the opposite. The Torah says, don't. But just the opposite. Because the Torah sometimes goes the opposite, but we have to follow what the Torah says. Obviously, the fifth Shulchan Arach, and we have to use the values that we learn from the Torah in order to apply them to all various situations. But if the Torah says something beferish, for us to go against that, that is something that will lead to uh, the opposite uh, results of what we would want. And that's what happened. What happens even if the Torah says Lidrosh? It's not only we think, oh, but regarding the Minyadim, you have to act with uh, meanness and you have to act with achzarius and brazenness. No, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the God of Shalom. Shalom is one of the names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is Shalom. It looks like the opposite of Shalom, but not only can we not go against and judge based on what we think, but ultimately this is Shalom. HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows sometimes Shalom is separation. Sometimes Shalom is removal. Shalom sometimes requires distance, right? Absence makes the heart grow fonder, but not in that sense, right? Distance symbolizes, right? Good, good fences make good neighbors, right? That is what uh, would be a, an appropriate uh, phrase. You can have shalom with them by staying far away. But if it's close by, like Abraham and Lot, even Avram Avinu, right? The paragon of Chesed. What does he say to his nephew? He There has to be separation because that's the way we will keep Shalom. That's what happens uh, in this case. Says Rav Aaron, so too when it comes to the, the Kinnah Pinchas. We think it was Kinnah. It was the opposite of Shalom. And yet, he was Zochet to have the bris of Kahuna, the Oiv Shalom and the Rodiv Shalom. Um, in, the, in this context, he gets to be Miyuchas after Aaron Cohen. Based on what he, what, what he did, the answer is when we remove Chil Hashem, in, in front of, even if it means a radical Kanoi act, but that ultimately will bring Shalom, again, in certain extreme cases. In certain extreme cases. Through Pinchas' act, Hashem did not destroy B'nai Yisrael. There was a Gzera of destruction. And Pinchas brought Shalom, and therefore, often we have to look to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have to look at the Torah to decide the definition of Shalom, the definition of Machlokes, and we have to make sure, like the Gemara says in Yuma about, about Shal HaMelech, right? He, he thought it was, it was having making Shalom, but ultimately, right, Kolam Arachim Sonenu ultimately will be Ma'achzer on, on, on Chavirenu, which happened with Shal HaMelech and the city of, and the city of Nov. And then we have the census. We have the census, again, part of why by Midbar is called Numbers, is because of Parshas Pinchas. What happens, we have the counting of Klai Yisrael, by Yomar Hashem el Moshevi el Aaron, 
Ben Elazar, Ben Aaron Akoyin Lamar, right? Aaron has already died in last week's parsha. So now it's Moshe and Elazar. Suus Rosh Kol Aspen Yisrael. Count, lift up. We count by lifting up. Right? Anybody goes out to war. Al Yardin Yericho. By Yericho. And this is where they're going to be until uh, until it's time to cross their territory. Yisrael. Amala. Twenty years old. Kasher Tziva Hashem as Moshe Ben Yisrael. Hayotzim Me'eret Mitzrayim. And who are they? Here we go. Reuven Bachar Yisrael. And then we get to Bnei Reuven. Chanoch Chetzron. Right, all of those. Chanoch, just answer the trivia question. Only the only name in the Torah that there are four different people with that name. Chanoch, there are four different Chanochs in the Torah, going back to two in uh, in Parshas Brachos. Uh, but Chanoch, Chanoch is one of the sons of Reuven. Mishpachas Achanochi Lefalu Mishpachas Hapalu I. Um, Rashi, we know quotes. We've spoken about this Rashi before, but we will again. Uh, why does it have to repeat Chanochi? It says Chanoch, and then it says Chanochi. So Rashi quotes the Medrash that Hashem surrounds each of the names of Klai Yisrael, right? Hey and Yud, Yud and Hey is Hashem's name. Right? They're all surrounded, going through the different Shvatim. Uh, Why? Lafi Rashi quotes Lafi The Umos were being mevazeh Klai Yisrael v'Omrim, and they said Ma'elu These Shvatim, they're they're coming. As if they have pure lineage, they have separate shvatim. As if they're pure and pristine, svurimheim shol shodo mitzrayim v'imoseim. Right? They think this nation of Jews thinks that the mitzrayim didn't violate their mothers in begufam ayemoshlim. If they were physically abused in mitzrayim, kavachomer b'neshoseim, surely they took their wives too. Lefikha hakadosh baruch hu says, "I'm going to be an aid." Hitz hakadosh baruch hu shmoleim. Hashem put his name on them. Hey mitzadzeh, the yud mitzadzeh. Hashem surrounded each of the Jews, Lomar, to teach us. No, no, no. These are the exact families. The families are pure. That's the pasuk in Tehillim Kufcha Beis. We are the shvatim of Hashem. Edus liYisrael. Hashem hazeh meid alehem. Right? Shifteka edus. The ka is edus liYisrael. The yud and the hey. Is Edos Yisrael. That testifies on our behalf. Hashem Azem Meir Aleim Shehem Misyachasim L'Shivtehem. They are connected. Lafichach B'Kulam Makaz V'Chanochiyah Palui Yimna. You don't need it because Yimna is already surrounded by Shem Hashem. L'Uzrach Lorim B'Shachal Yimni Lafi Shashem Kavuabo Yud Barosh V'Hebesov. So this is a beautiful Rashi that Hakadosh Baruch Hu has made that we uh, and our families are pure and pristine. The question that is asked, that could also be asked on the on the first Rashi of the Torah, but the question that could be asked here is, do the nations of the world really care what it says in the Torah? Oh, the nations are saying that we're violated, so I was like, okay, I'll put it in the Torah. Are they going to read the Torah? They're going to uh, they're going to focus on it, Rabbi Friant. Do you think that a single non-Jew who spitefully claimed that Klaiyos lineage was defiled when they were in Egypt took a look in the Torah? Was there one? Notice the hand of Yud surrounding it. Said, "Oops, I thought they were their lineage was tainted. I was obviously wrong. They're not going to look in the Torah. They're not going to focus on what it says in the Torah. So, what was the purpose of adding these of adding these names? Question one. Question one. How does that help anything? Question two." Asked the Chassam Sofer, why was it done here? Right, why here? There was an earlier census, right at the beginning of Bamidbar. 
So Hashem could have put the hand of Yud there too. Right? Why Dafka was it put here by the second the census, not in the one in Bamidbar. It existed already. It existed already even there. So Rabbi Lam, Rabbi uh, Frand quotes from the Talna Rebbe here for in his Sefer the power of a power of a vart. Suggests an answer. The Talna Rebbe suggests an answer to these questions uh, based on David Amelach. David Amelach asks for forgiveness uh, for the Maisa in Bacheva, and the Gemara said Hadrian Darshins that um, Moshe, um, David Amelach. Uh, you know, Davins and begs Hakadosh Baruch Hu, um, and he gives a uh, the Gemara gives a mashal of a uh, of an ani who asks for little by little by little by little, asking for a little more each time and a little more each time, and that's based on the psukim in Tehillim Yotes Shkios Miyavin, right? That's Hakadosh uh, Baruch Hu, help me for, forgive me from the shogegs, minis taros nakeni from the uh, from the sins that I have done. Please cleanse me. Gami zedim chasoch avdecha. Even the the uh, the mazids, right? David Elch is going up and up and asking like an ani, uh, ask for a little bit and then a little bit more and a little bit more, a little bit more, and finally al yim shulubi. And what's al yim shulubi? Chazal darshin that rabbanim should not speak negatively about David Hamelach. And the question that the Talmud Rabbi asks is, why is that the highest level? Why is that the highest level of and please don't have anyone speak badly of me? All right, but my friend explains. David Amelech's request, why is it so important to David Amelech that others shouldn't talk about his sin? Right? Was he nervous about bad PR? Explains the Talmud Rebbe, no, of course not. It's not about David, but it's about, it's not about David's detractors. It's about those statements that he hears and they say over and over and over again, maybe that'll rub off on him. Maybe that'll, that'll find a, a home in his heart. You'll never make much of yourself anyway, the Yetzirah whispers in his ear. So you might as well have fun. A person who believes in himself, who views himself as a ben Torah and a ben Aliyah, a growth-oriented person, will confront this Yetzirah and say, how could I do this sin? It's beneath me. right? It's beyond. I'm better than this. But a person who doesn't have a positive sense of self-worth will think I'm a nothing anyway. What's wrong with sinning? David Melech was nervous that the more he hears about other people, he wasn't concerned about public opinion, but if people talk negatively about him, he would begin to think of himself as a Russia, and he would then follow the Sahara into a moral abyss. He wouldn't believe in himself. And finally, that's why he says, after asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu to forgive, he has one more, let them not talk about this, uh, about me, because then it might affect me. I think we mentioned in the past the thought of Rav Aaron Soloveitchik, who says that the word tochacha has two meanings. Tochacha is tochacha to give rebuke, and tochacha lahochiach is also to prove. To prove, and they're related, because the way that we rebuke someone in the most uh, effective way possible is that we show them that they are above this. We prove to them that they are not worthy, so to speak. No, they're, they're much higher much higher. This is, this is not uh, commensurate with, with who you are. You are higher than this. And that's, that's the message here. It's not about the other nations reading about the family purity in the past uh, Jewish history. It's about us. It's about Klai Yisrael themselves. The point was for us to believe in the purity of our lineage. Because if we believe that our ancestors had been tainted in Egypt, we would have less motivation to continue to protect the purity of our own families. This is the Chassam Sofer. This answers the Chassam Sofer as well. But why the only uh, time that this is mentioned in the second census here in Pinchas and not earlier? Because earlier they knew it. 
They didn't have to believe it. They lived through it. Included the Jews who had actually endured the exile in Egypt. And they had first-hand knowledge that the story concocted by the nations of the world regarding the Jewish women was no more than a vicious rumor. In Pinchas, now this was the 40th year. They're already late. They're already past the, the uh, generation of the Meraglim. And in all likelihood, the next generation, Rabbi Friend writes, wanted to believe in the purity of their family roots. But when the nations began to claim it was impossible... They could have started to think, well, maybe there's some truth to their claim. Logic certainly seems to be on their side. And before long, they would think, well, we're not on such a high level. If our ancestors weren't on such a high level, we're not on that level. And it would have become part of who they were. And that is what the Yitzhahara does. He pushes us down. And that's why Daf Kehir Hashem is made himself. Hashem is made. When Hashem wants to be made, he gets his name involved. Right? By Nisha Sota, Kodesh Baruch Hu is made on her innocence. And so to here. The most devastating feat of all is a feeling that we may not be special after all, that we are no different from the nations around us. Right? Rabbi, Rabbi Atorsky, Zechorna Lavracha, often writes in all of his works. He said he wrote many, many different books, but he also, all the books are about one topic, and that's self, self, uh, confidence and self, uh, feeling of worth, self-worth. And that's, that's something that is so, so uh, prevalent nowadays that we don't have enough. We don't have enough of uh, feeling good about ourselves and that HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us and there's something for us to do and each person has a job in life to do. Right? So often in life we're plagued and many of our youth are plagued by that. We have to do what we can to try to give the message that every single Jew has a uh, specific purpose and every single Jew is strong and above the eight Sahara and that's exactly the message that we're supposed to get. Again, a parallel thought is said, uh, we probably mentioned this in past years on the first Rashi and Bracious, right? What does Rashi say? Why does the Torah start off with what it does? Koch Masa Pegidliyamo, Los Islam Nachlas Goyim, in order to, um, Make sure that the world knows that if anybody says that we are listing, that we stole Eretz Yisrael, we will say, no, Kodesh Baruch created the world and he gives it to whoever he wants to, whenever he wants to. So ask all of them a question, what, they're going to, they're going to realize, they're going to study the Torah, they're going to say, oh, you're right, okay, we have to leave, it's the Jews' land. It's not for them, it's for us. And we have to make sure that we always uh, recognize the power that, that we have. Okay. Perachav Zayin's, there's so much in Parshat Pinchas. Pinchas is similar to Bahaloscha in that way that there's so many different aspects of the Parsha. So after the census, after the census and all the, fa- also all the families, including uh, Bas Asher Serach, one of the most mysterious women in all of Tanakh, she keeps, uh, seems to have lived a very long time, we have Benos Slavchad. We have Benos Slavchad, um, in the uh, parsha, Parach of Zion, but the most lacha come to Moshe Rabbeinu, and there Zoha, there Zoha to have the parsha of Nachlas given uh, through them, right? Moshe Rabbeinu, Pasakeva, Yakri Moshe is Mishpatan, Lafne Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu brings their Mishpat in front of Hashem. That's a big nun in Mishpatan. Okay, a number of uh, unusual letters in the parsha. Nisalma halacha mimenu. The halacha was taken away, forgotten. Um, removed from Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, number one is that it was a punishment to Moshe Rabbeinu. Dabar Acher, or a different shot. Really, this has the same status as the rest of the Torah. But result wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu's chait, it was Moshe Rabbeinu's chait, that they were Zochet. 
They were Zoha, they were Machabev the Aretz. They were Machabev the Aretz, um, and that's why they were Zoha. Interesting, just short thought that Rabbeinu Bachai notes, interesting that Yerusha, all these halachas of Yerusha, which are given through Benos Lafchad, come through women. Right? Come through women. Why Dafka does Yerusha, those halachas come through women. Women, we know even, B'makam Ben, B'makam Ben, Bas B'makam Ben is not Yoresh, but it's Tzav Yisro B'tzazoy Nashim. Why is this? V'yitachin Lomar, says Rebbein Bachai, it's possible. Possible suggestion. B'tamzeh, L'fisha Hamisa Sibas Hanachlos. Yerusha Nachla only comes because of death, obviously. Inheritance is when somebody died. V'hanashim Garmu Misa Laolam. And they brought death to the world. So if they brought death to the world, so maybe as a little tikkun, the mitzvah that's associated with death should be brought to the world through the schus of, through the schus of women. Right? This could be a big discussion. When is and how is this mitzvah done? And who is this mitzvah uh, incumbent upon? Is it incumbent upon Bezdin? Bezdin to make sure that they divvy up the Yerusha properly. Is it upon the deceased? You can't do a mitzvah after a person dies, maybe as he dies, or before he dies, make sure you don't do anything to mess up the Yerusha that will be done afterwards. A big Lamdish question in the eighth parak of Meseches Baba Basra. But Rabbi Bachai says, on a hashkafic level, women brought Misa to the world through Chava, and therefore the, um, the mitzvah that's associated directly with Misa is brought through them as well. That's why it's through women. Because it's one that has to do with people who are alive, having to do with death. Why Dafka Benoslavchad were these women chosen? Lafi Shahayu Mechabavos Esha Aretz. Hanikres Eretz Hashem Hamachuvenes Kineged Eretz Achayim. Eretz Yisrael is connected to Olam Haba called Eretz Achayim, and therefore Eretz Yisrael, which was beloved to Benoslavchad, Eretz Yisrael, which is connected to Eretz Achayim, that is the Tikkun for the Misa that's brought to the world by the first woman, by Isha. That is what is described. Tzlafchad himself, we know, was a mysterious person. The Gemara talks about uh, different aspects, different uh, actions that he took to save Klal Yisrael. But his daughters, as we know, were Mechabib, the Aretz, Tzna, we want a, a piece of Eretz Yisrael. And Rebbein Bachai says, maybe they were Zochet to the Eretz HaChayim uh, as a Tikkun for the Misa that was brought by the earlier, by the earlier Isha. Okay. And then we get to the Karbanos. We get to the Karbanos, which starts off the Karbanos of the Moadim, as we know. The, we, we have, we're not going to talk about it this year. Uh, maybe we'll just relate to it a little bit. The transfer of power, Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, transfers power, right? One of the most amazing psukim in all the Torah. Vaidaber Moshe el Hashem Leymar, Parach of Zion Pasuk Tezvav, Moshe says to Hashem, right? Moshe Rabbeinu is able to um, talk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right? Earlier we had, Rabbi Ozzaman Azariah says that uh, earlier, that there were four times, right? If you look back in Perak Yud Beis, Perak Yud Beis, Pasig Yud Gimel, right? if you look back there for a second, Perak Yud Beis, Pasig Yud Gimel, Vayitzak Moshe El Hashem Leymar Kel Na Rafanala. Moshe Rabbeinu screams to Screams to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Sometimes Moshe Rabbeinu turns to Hashem, even though there was no previous conversation. So to hear, Moshe Rabbeinu is uh, turning to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and saying, I need you. Yifkot Hashem Elokei Aruchos Basar. Right, and we need a leader. 
Ishala Eida, and Hashem says, Kachlas Yeshua bin Nun Isha Sharuachbo, Vesamakla is Yatcha, give him smicha and do it uh, in front of everyone so everybody sees, Vaisvachas Yadavalav he does. And then right after that we have the carbon tamid. And it goes into the Karbanos of the Moadim. This is the second parsha of Moadim. The second major, right? Mr. Pinchas and Re'e. It's alluded in Mishpatim. Also, we have some, but the second major parsha of the Moadim right here. And the question that's asked um, by the Abarbanel. Abarbanel asks many questions on every section of the Torah. We're going to just focus on this question, and that is, what's the carbon Tamid doing here? Right, we're about to talk about the parsha of the Moadim. So, why mention the Tamid? Why don't? Why isn't this just in Parsha Sefer Vayikra? That's where all the Karbanos are. That's where the Beis Hamikdash is. That's where the Kohanim is. Why is the Tumid here? Why is it, and if you want to say you want to talk about Karbanos in general, so all the Karbanos. Why Dafka the Karban Tumid? Right? Esther Barbanel in Source Number Nine. Hashela Harishan. The first question on this section. Right? The Abarbanel. We haven't done too many Abarbanels, but Abarbanel's uh, style is he asks many questions uh, on each section. Then he'll give a Yisod, and then he'll apply that Yisod, and this answers question one, and this answers question six, etc. And he'll go through using that Yisod, applying it to answer all the questions. So the first question in this week's parsha, in this section of the parsha, Lama Zezachra Hatarakan Mitzvah Satimidin, Babokir Ba'aref. What is Tamid being mentioned here? Biyoshik Fartsiva Allah Basedevatatatatzave. We already know, it was already commanded. Bimnishnu Po Mitzvah Sakarbanos. So then why isn't Chathas and Hashem mentioned? If we're reviewing the Karbanos as a prelude to the Karbanos HaMusafin that are going to be brought on uh, on the Chagim. So why is it? Why do we have the Karban Tamid here? Again, yes, it's very special. Psukim in the Karban Tamid, right? It's a Kevaz HaChathas Boker, right? The, the Kvius, and one of the most important Psukim in the Torah. So we have beautiful Psukim. And then Shabbos is mentioned. Okay, Shabbos is connected to Rosh Chodesh. Is connected to the other. There's there's Musafin on those days. So we understand why Shabbos is there. Oh, so oh, because the Karban Tamid has to be before before the Tamid. Okay, I'm saying, but the, the Musafin has to be after the Tamid. Okay, we still don't have to repeat the Tamid. We know the rules of the Tamid from elsewhere. So what's the message? What's the message of the Karban Tamid being mentioned here? Right after, right at the beginning of the parsha of the Moadim, the Abarbanel says maybe we shouldn't just look forward, but we should look back. We shouldn't just look forward at the Karbanas HaMoadim, which it seems to be connected to, but we should look back to what, were, what just happened in the Torah. What is just juxtaposed in the Torah? It's Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu transferring of leadership and Yeshua bin Nun taking over. Says the Abar Benel. Says the Abar Benel, I, I, I skipped the questions in between. I just gave you this answer to this question. Kodesh Baruch just told Moshe Rabbeinu he's going to die. Ra'ahu, Hashem Yisbarach Pa'utzim Ashgachaso, Hadvarim Sheyishchad Shubimisaso. Hashem saw what was going to happen after Moshe died. Me'achisaron v'hagriyus li'Yisrael. But he's all going to go down. Right? This, the generation of Moshe Kibbutz Rabbi Sinai was a generation like no other. Umusarol Yeshua was going to be a, a, a huge qualitatively step down. Hashem wanted to make sure to give something before Moshe dies, to have it in place. Moshe Rabbeinu's present brought such a kirva to such a closeness. And Hashem says, what could, I, what could I give? There's no personality that can take his place. As great as Yeshua bin Nun was, right? The moon, Moshe's the sun, Yeshua's the moon. As great as he was. And what happens after Yeshua? 
And what happens generations later? V'tziva rishon ala karbanos. HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded a karbanos. L'fi shebi yoso Moshe Rabbeinu al v'shalom chai haya be'emsa isan haruach hanavui. Nishpabakalos. Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to Hashem whenever he wanted and he brought them up with him. Ubahachana mu'etes al shlome emune Yisrael. And through Moshe, as we learned back in Baloscha, there were many other Nevi'im too. It was through the Shefa, the overflow of Moshe Rabbeinu's Nevuah. V'yachare Moso, techtal hamatana hahi. This matan is going to end. V'lo yeh chazon nefratz. It won't be open anymore, the chazon. V'titztarech hanevuah lahachana kfula umuchupeles. In order to, to receive nevuah, there's going to have to be so much work and so much difficulty. As the Rambam writes in Hilchaz Yisodiyat Torah, V'yimash ha'yis ha'tzricha b'yamav, V'yalkein tziva b'karbanos ha'tmidin v'hamusafin. That's why... Before Moshe Rabbeinu dies, Kodesh Baruch Hu commands Tmidin, the most basic fundamental carbon, with the Musafin built on it. L'fisha yesh pa'akravas ha'olos to'eles gedola ba'hagos ha'nevuah. Because through bringing these carbonus ola, there is tremendous to'eles regarding nevuah. Why? Ki because we see throughout history, when our greats wanted to achieve nevuah and achieve closeness to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, they brought karbanos. Right? These are the rayas that the Ramban brings in Vayikra Perakalov against the Rambam, that uh, karbanos are not just anti avodah but there's something inherent, karban from the word karov. Ki from the word close, not from the word sacrifice. A carbon is from the word karov. Says the Avar Benoki, Mibnezeh, Krivu Adam Arishon, Vinoach, Vavraham, Wakelanira Elav, Vishara Avos, Vulai Shegam Bilam. Maybe also Bilam. Why did Bilam bring Mibnezeh, Siva Labalak, Bane, Beneli, Bazeh, Shiva Mizbachos? Because he knew the secret of Nevuah. He knew somehow Karbanos could bring that. Right, we just had Shivasa Batamuz. One of the five reasons we fast on Shavasa Batamuz, Batlaha Tamid. The Karman Tamid was knocked out. The Karman Tamid is defining, right? Usually the week of Shavasa Batamuz is Pinchas. Right, the carbon tamid out of all the carbonas brings the closest because it's the consistency. It's the daily avod that we have of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. V'hayamala olos lahorad ashefa elokia lamo. That's why Kaddish Baruch Hu did this. Chashash yisbarach. Shachar moso akonim after the kohanim and Moshe Rabbeinu lo yuzrizim avodas akarbanos kashoi v'chayim Moshe. They won't be as zaris in karbanos. V'lakach tiba lamoshe. Tell, tell them about the Tmidim. The Tmidim you have to bring every day. You're not going to be so careful about the other Karbanos. The Tmidim you have to bring every day. It's not new. It's just to give them chizik. Do this one. And by doing this, the carbon Tamid, that will also have a ripple effect. On the other karbanos, they're not going to be so mockery about the chatos and the, and the ashram and the other ones. Well, maybe if they don't bring any karbanos, they won't be careful. But if you bring this one, so that'll have a snowball effect that you'll have to focus on karbanos as part of Avodah Hashem. So basically, it was a chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. A chesed right after Moshe Rabbeinu uh, was told to give basically his last pep talk. 
and to transfer the power, Kodesh Baruch Hu says, and I'm giving Karbanas. Make sure they stay close with HaKadosh Baruch Okay. So we have the Karban Tamid, then we have Shabbos, and then we have Rosh Chodesh. Separate mitzvah of the Karbanas of Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh is a fascinating day. We know Rosh Chodesh is a day of, of Musaf, but there's no Isra Malacha. There's hidden special powers to Rosh Chodesh. Right? And that's what the Torah tells us. Rosh Chodesh, there's his chadshus. There's his chadshus of every day. There's his chadshus of every month. And every month we bring karbanos. There's a, a later minhag of having Yom Kippur Katan. An Erev Rosh Chodesh to do tshuva. We have to do tshuva at the, at the end of every day, the end of every month, the end of every year. But there's a mitzvah, the mitzvah daraisa of the Karban Musaf of Rosh Chodesh. So let's learn the Sefer HaChinuch on the mitzvah of the Karban Musaf of Rosh Chodesh. So, the Maisa mitzvah we know. Source 10, Tav Gimel. Mitzvah Tav Gimel. Shinnakriv, Karban Musaf, Bechal Rosh Chodesh, Al Tamid, Shal Kol Yom. Besides the Karban Tamid, we bring the Karban Musaf. Uvra Shechad Shechem. Right, I bring a Karban Chatas. The Gemara talks about uh, why a Chatas. Mishar Shia Mitzvah, Hakdama. Let me give you a introduction to the shorish of this mitzvah, says the Sefer HaChinuch. Yadua l'kol chacham leiv b'vnei adam. Any wise man knows. Ki galgal ha-shemesh v'galgal ha-yareach po'alim b'kocham ha-ne'etzal aleihem me'adon kol ha-kochos the sun and the moon have natural effects using the power that, that was given to them by Hashem. But it affects this lower world. Weather, the weather, the sun and the moon, it affects the world. It affects the tide. Right? The moon affects the tide. The sun and the moon affect grass and animals and people and the weather. The, all the constellations affect the lower worlds. Gam becholat somech ba'aretz. The growers, right, the second level of beings in the le- in the uh, pyramid of the Kuzari, right, the domain that somchim tzomeach from the tallest cedar trees to the lowest grasses, the deraklal b'cholshu me'arba yisodoshim l'mata mehem v'takas memshaltam. Everything in this world is affected by the sun and the moon, etc. As the Pasuk says in, in Zohasabrachah. It's known by everyone, the young, the old. The lunar effects. We think it's just the sun. There are lunar effects on nature. Like those who cut trees down. No, the effects of the moon. When the moon's getting bigger, the beginning of the month, they're not going to cut. The sailors know. First five days of the month, don't go out to sea. The doctors that bloodlet know that there are effects of the, of the moon. Okay, we don't, we're not familiar with this totally, uh, but there are effects. And maybe in the days of the Rishonim, they were more commonly known. But we know some also, that there are effects of the moon and the sun on the natural realm. 
And therefore, we have to uh, recognize, says the Sefer HaChinuch, Lachain, Every Rosh Chodesh, when the moon starts again, we do something to remind the world and ourselves. It's the clock behind the moon. It's not the moon. The sun doesn't regenerate. That is a certain day, maybe once every 28 years, we have Berch Zachama. The sun is in the same place on a Tuesday night, you know, when it was by my Sabratius. But the moon, every month, we have a feeling of its newness. So every month, we recognize that it's the power behind the moon. To awaken us, and to be It's all from Him. It's only from Hashem. Right, that's similar to, again, the minute of Kla Yisrael is we say Aleinu at the time of Kiddush Levana. Why? Because we want to make sure nobody thinks that the moon is the goal. We dive into the moon, but we don't look at the moon. Right, we dive into the master of the worlds. Not to the moon. We know the moon is a Kli. The moon is a messenger of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The moon might have Das in some way. That's the Rambam, uh, the uh, fascinating Rambam in Hilchaz Yisod the Atorah, in source number 11, right on top here, where the Rambam says, Kol vagalgalim, all the stars and the um, constellations, kulam ba'alei nefesh v'deya v'haskalheim, they are all uh, ba'alei soul and knowledge. We don't look at it like that, because we can't understand the sun and the moon. Just like an animal can't understand the intellect of a person, a person cannot understand the intellect of the sun and the moon. That's what the Ramam says. They are all Bali Nefesh Yevahaskil. The Haim Chayim, they're not like a, a sun is not like a rock. A rock is a domain. A rock is not Bali Nefesh Deyavahaskel. But the sun and the moon, so the Ramam and the stars are. They each recognize Hashem. And each one, according to their level, they praise the, their creator, right? That's the next level. There are people, and then there are the constellations, and there are malachim above them. The different levels. Just like they're makir Hashem, they have self-awareness. And they recognize the angels amongst, above them. Fascinating. They're in between. It's in between the da'as of people and the da'as of the amalachim. The mefarish there on the Yisrael Torah talks about how does the Ramam know that they are Bali Nefesh, they have a haskel. He talks about the orbits and that itself reflects. But anyway, this is why, says the Chinuch, we give special karbanos to HaKadosh Baruch Hu on Rosh Chodesh because we recognize that the moon has effects, but it's not the moon. It's who's behind the moon. And we do that to be Mepharsim Rosh Chodesh and to be Mepharsim the one that is the power behind Rosh Chodesh. Okay, we'll stop here. Hashem, we will continue as we have here the first of the three weeks between Shavuot and Tisha B'Av. We'll stop here.